Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Friday, October 22nd, 2021, and today is my last show at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. A very sad, sad day, emotional day, happy day. I got things on the other side of this. We'll be all right, folks. But uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a long episode. We're going to go through some of our my favorite moments in Lockdown Red Wings history, uh, we're going to recap the the loss of the Calgary Flames. It was a fest. Uh, and we're also going to go over some some failed ideas, just reminisce uh, about the pod to to close this one off. I have absolutely no idea how long it's going to end up being. But uh, I just want to say, if this is your first time with us, sucks for you. It's going to be a whole new host the next time you hear it. But it's going to be a good host the next time you hear it. We're going to name the next host uh, at the end of this show. It's going to be like done Hunger Games style. And uh, so the host doesn't know who they are yet. I have a, 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 a squad of people sitting at home waiting for my call, hoping that it's them. Very similar to the Hall of Fame. Um, the, school, the host 100% knows who he is. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> he says, I, he says, they don't know. They don't know. Uh, I'm Nolan Biatch. I got Scotty Bentley with me here guiding the ship. What's going on, Scotty? It's a Lemon Tree Friday. We should kick it off my last Lemon Tree Friday. So Scotty will still be on the show going forward. Uh, we'll have a, a, a new new person here replacing me, though. So, Scotty, uh, your big segment on the show, my favorite segment of yours on the show is Lemon Tree Friday. Uh, Scotty has a lemon tree in his house, and every week we've been updating you guys on how it's doing, uh, how many lemons it has, when it moves outside, when it moves inside. And so for the final time, uh, with me as host, Scott, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So, uh, so it's been inside for, for about a month now, believe it or not. Um, and, uh, my, the last update is, you know, um, my dad sat down and, and we, we had a conversation about the lemon tree. What today's Thursday. It's probably like Tuesday. Um, and uh, had a conversation about the lemon tree and the status because it's got one, two, three, four, five, like eight lemons on it, but they're all they're all pretty pretty young. And uh, but there's one that's just a tank, and it's hanging low, and it's about half yellow now, uh, maybe even three quarters yellow. And and my dad told me on Tuesday that probably by next Friday's lemon tree Friday update that it would be ready to uh to, to fall oh, off and be no. and, and be a lemon i know i know and so that's it's just it's just brutal timing so that the, the update is is that we have one just behemoth i mean this thing if it if it fell off the tree now it would be big for like a ripe like lemon like it's it's a tank and uh it's it's probably about about seven to ten days away from from uh from getting put into the kitchen it's devastated. I'm devastated. I know because we've been going through this emotional ride this whole time to know that a lemon won't fall off until after 
uh, I'm gone. It's a little bit disappointing. Feels like a personal attack, but I won't take it. I know. Hey, blame the lemon, man. Blame the lemon. Yeah, fair enough. Um, all right, let's get into this uh, this Red Wings game real quick. They fall to the Calgary Flames three to nothing. Their first regulation loss on the season. Calgary's first win on the season. And frankly, Dylan Larkin said it in his press conference afterwards. They just played more desperately than the Red Wings did tonight. And I thought, you know, the Red Wings came out and they they had a very very good start. It looked very similar to the opening five minutes that they had in that Columbus game. I don't want to pin it all on this, but Giovanni Smith and Milan Lucic fight off a faceoff for what appears to be absolutely no reason at all whatsoever. And then from that on, it just like it, Smith got whooped on. And then that was pretty much, it wasn't the game, but at the same time, Calgary took a two nothing lead right after they had all the momentum and then the Red Wings, while they did get chances in the second period, they got chances in the third period. They just looked tired. They just looked exhausted. They looked burnt out uh, by the, the game that Calgary was playing, which honestly kind of matches the energy that they had brought uh, these past couple of nights. So uh, overall, just a very, very sloppy performance from your Detroit Red Wings, and, and they have a loss to show for it. Yeah, it was um, – like you said, there were there were chances, there were opportunities – the finishing ability was just non-existent, like at all. I mean, there was there was no no one had the ability to to to. I mean, clearly we got shut out to put the puck in the back of the net. There was there was several opportunities. There was a nice opportunity for Cider at one point. There was an opportunity for Le- a couple opportunities for Letty. Uh, Raymond had a had a nice little created space. Got a shot off. Um, there, there was just nobody had the, the the finishing ability at all. And it's not even like any of those opportunities were really outside of the cider one, I guess were really even like that close to, to, to finding the back of the net. It, um, it, there, we have certainly seen far worse performances over the last uh, year and a half. I will say if this is like the bottom of the barrel for this season, we're in for a very good season. Like this is, this was far from like a, a train wreck, like horrible performance that we've seen um, over the last two seasons, but uh, def easily the, the the sloppiest and kind of least energetic and just lethargic game uh, of this season. Absolutely. So they ended up winning the shots battle 33, 29, uh, but they lost the hits battle significantly 22 to 13. And they also gave away 12 pucks, seven in the first period that led to two Calgary flames goals. Um, you just can't have that. You, they they only had or the the Flames only had four giveaways on the evening, and that's just not a good balance. And I and I honestly think that they didn't really play as sloppy as they were, as tired as they looked at times. I didn't think they played awful because, like I said, you need to be doing something right to get thirty three shots on net. Jacob Markstrom was leaving juicy rebounds available all night long, and there just was nobody there to pick up the mess ever. And I, and I honestly think that that was the main difference because they were getting chances, but it would end up with a guy firing a puck at his pads and boom, nobody's there. And that happened so many times in the third period. They just didn't play with any sort of sense of urgency uh, in that regard. So I don't know, kind of a mixed bag, but Lucas Raymond and Mo Sider definitely uh, were very good tonight. And I think, you know, when we talk about these rebuilding seasons, I hate to always come back and be like, well, that's the only thing that matters. But at the end of the day, that's something that you can take solace in uh, in this game. Lucas Raymond was creating all over the ice tonight. Took a pretty nasty slash from Matthew Kachuk. Multiple, actually not sure how the officials didn't see any of them, but I, I guess I do know. 
the first one was the most egregious by far. It happened right in front of an official, and it was just like it didn't even get called. There was nothing. Yeah, it was. That's uh, cool. It, it was pretty brutal. Danny DeKaiser, he's he's got to be be out of the lineup next game. He just did not. He he looks like he just can't hack it anymore, and that's no fault of him, but uh, it just is a reality of the situation. He he did not look good tonight either. No, he didn't. Honestly, most of the defense outside of Cider and I guess Letty, offensively Letty and defensively Cider, really nobody on the defense looked very uh, too terribly sharp. Lindstrom. Oh, that's that's fair. Pretty solid game. He was actually creating on the offense. He played a lot in the third, too. Yeah, he did. Um, Before we move. Oh, Alex Andelkovich. Not a bad game. Um, He's an aggressive MFer. Yeah, he is. Uh, it's it's <laughs> wild. The the two goals that they scored, though, I thought they, he just got hung out to drive. Like the Red Wings got caught puck chasing. It was just a matter of a guy. Yeah, the second one was literally a push in. Slot. Yeah, whatever. Um, and uh, that's just kind of what you what you saw tonight. Like that, there was just guys chasing people everywhere, and and then up hurting the goalie. And that just it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean we talked about the not being super impressed by. Uh, too many people on the defense, and that's certainly not going to help a a young, uber aggressive goaltender. So, yeah, at at the end of the day, uh, you you can't win if you can't score. So, like that's you know, and two two goals is is uh, very much in reach, which is what most of the game was at until the empty netter. So, you can't really do much if you can't score. So, don't want to get anybody's blood boiling or anything of that sort here. Uh, but before we move on to the segment two, we got to talk about what George Perro said today because he was on NHL Now today. He uh, came on it literally to defend the NHL player safety department of the job that they've done so far. And he started with the Matthew Joseph Dylan Larkin incident. Uh, he basically said, "So on the on the Joseph thing, he goes, I got I'll get out in front of it. I don't love this hit. It is a boarding penalty, and the refs." should can call it can call it if they see it guess what folks we got the screenshots right here you can look them up yourself the referee was staring right at it and it is an insane insane i'm going to deliver you another quote that really pisses you off in a second but it is insane to absolve yourself of that kind of blame at all. Like I, I, I put it out there on Twitter. Like if you would have just came out and said, look, I will admit we screwed this up, but you can't have people retaliating like that. He did not do that. He did not. He said he didn't love the hit. The refs can call it if they see it. That is a big difference to me. And it's batshit insane. I will just say it right now. Yeah, it's stupid. And his, his next quote is even worse. So if you just want to if you just want to hand off into that one, that, that one's even even worse than, than the first one. So my main takeaway, he says, we have 100 minor. So this is right after he says, I'll be honest, I don't love the hit. It is boarding, yada, yada, yada. But we have 100 minor boarding penalties a year in the NHL. And if players reacted like he did, he being Larkin, after every single one of those, we'd be a lot busier in our department. So again, he's saying. That's good. Uh, it just, it, it blows my mind because like, this is a league that prides itself on, on guys policing themselves 
And that's exactly what happened in this game. And again, I'm not trying to say that Dylan Larkin shouldn't have gotten the suspension for this because we've at this point beaten it, you know, over and over and senselessly and, and to the point that it's kind of exhausting. But for them to come out all these days later and, and still say like, oh, you know, he turned his back at the last second. No, he didn't. You can see it on video. They're playing the video while he's saying this. Like, go look it up. Uh, I have it on my Twitter page. It was posted by NHL.com. Like, it was just it was just lying straight up to the audience. And uh, people were rightfully upset about all of this. Yeah, the, I mean, the the most ignorant one is the the Dylan Larkin part of it is ridiculous. Like, if, if, if people re- – People, if everyone reacted like Larkin did, we, he basically how I interpreted it was was if uh, if a lot of people if a lot of people uh, reacted like Larkin did, I'd I'd actually pay closer attention. That's how I took it. I, I was like, wow, thanks, man. Okay, so all we have to do is just have every single person that gets hit blatantly illegally in the league turn around and sucker punch the dude, then you'll start taking a closer look at the problem. That That's how I took it, and that that's ridiculous. I will be extremely honest here. I did not watch past the Larkin talk. But, so maybe he did come out and say this, but to not come right out and accept blame on the NHL and say, we have to call this. We have to be better about this. We've made this a focal point in the offseason, coming into this season, that we're going to call boarding. We're going to call cross-checking. He's ahead of player safety. I like it. I understand he's not the head of officiating and I don't know if there's really any, cause somebody tweeted that at me earlier and I was, they were like, well, who knows if he actually has anything to do with what's called on the ice. And if he doesn't, that's just as pathetic on behalf of the NHL. Well, then why is he the dude that's speaking it, on behalf of the people that are? <laughs> absolutely. It makes absolutely no sense. Like they, they pissed everybody off way more than had they just not said anything about it. And yeah, uh, it's just, it's classic. Ridiculous. Every comment he made, made it worse. All right. This is the last built bar ad you will ever hear me read. Buckle up folks. Cause built bar is the most delicious tasting protein bar on the market. That's not going to change when I'm gone. I can assure you that I'll still be eating built bars. I'll be disappointed that I don't get them for free anymore, but I'll tell you what, I got a promo code at built.com locked 15 to get 15% off of my order. And I'm going to be using it once, maybe Twice a week. I don't know. It depends how much uh, much built bars I'm eating. I'll probably just be eating them like crazy since I'll be missing the show so much. Uh, but if you don't know what your favorite flavor is, check it out. They got something for everybody: coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strab- strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. Not only are the best tasting protein bars on the market, but they're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. Once again, that promo code is locked 15. When you go to built.com to get 15% off of your order, that's promo code locked 15 for 15% off at built.com. There's an old man sitting next to me, making love to his tonic and gin. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to segment two here at the lockdown Red Wings podcast. Noel Bianchi, Scotty Bentley hanging out with you for the last time here. Uh, we're going to go over some of our favorite moments in lockdown Red Wings history. Some of my favorite moments in lockdown Red Wings history as uh, producer Brian starts to buzz into the show here. Uh, he'll be with us in just a second. I think he's connecting to the audio, but in the meantime, what's going on, producer Brian, you're joining the show live. How's it going, man? 
I'm doing good. How's it going, everyone else, after that, uh, well, kind of disappointing Red Wings loss, 3-0? Yeah. Yeah, we're past that. It's it's <laughs> we're already we're, past that. We're on. A, We've the, moved uh, on the, the greatest moments in lockdown Red Wings history. My my favorite moments in lockdown Red Wings history. So for those of you who like didn't start listening to the show until maybe the season started, or uh, you know just any time over the summer, perhaps uh, we used to have a third member of the show, Ethan Smith. He was my original co-host here, uh, but he just couldn't keep up with it anymore. Work. Uh, things like that. He, he was on a wonky schedule, so we could just never really get together to do it anymore. Scotty joined the show sometime in March and then around June or July, uh, just kind of was me and me and Scotty flying solo for the rest of the way. But this is, um, we're going to start, this is not a favorite moment in lockdown Red Wings history, but it's, it's kind of a funny moment in uh, lockdown Red Wings history, a, a very, like, we had no idea what we were up against. So this is the first day after the NHL got shut down uh, for good. Back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Coming very, late very Friday, low energy here. March 13th, Friday the 13th, 2020. And, uh, well, I couldn't possibly think of a more appropriate Friday the 13th than uh, the one that we are experiencing today. Uh, I'm your host, Detroit sports writer and longtime Red Wings fan, Noel Bianchi, here today with my co-host, Ethan Smith. Uh, Ethan, how's it going? It's, um, you know, the kind of the whole thing, kind of like a once in a millennium thing, or, uh, you know, a century thing that we got going on right now. So, you know, it's it's a life experience that we're going to tell our grandkids if we all make it. Right. And that's- <laughs> <laughs> if we all if we make it. it. Jeez. Uh, uh, pretty morbid. And, um, Ethan, <laughs> Ethan, man. We had no idea, obviously, at the time. Nobody did at the time. Uh, that we would still be going through this some 18 months later. For real. Like, I mean, people, least we forget when uh, the lockdown first happened, we were just told to wash our hands and it'd be gone in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody like that was the, the curve, right? That, right. That was a thing. Wash your damn hands. That was the yeah. thing that people were saying. It was just wash, wash your hands and it'll be gone in two weeks. No, that was the thing. Wash your damn hands, Scotty. That was, that was True. what the, uh, True. the internet people were saying. Wash your damn hands. Um, silly, silly. And then wear a damn mask. That was the next. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the word "damn" that people think uh, it's going to make people spring. <laughs> they think it makes it more impactful. Yeah, yeah. Like it's common sense, idiots. <laughs> um. All right. Here's the next one here. So this one is uh with a with our friend Helmeroids uh from the Red Wings Twitter sphere, Wingy at Motown, the Meme Lord. Uh, CEO, the Meme Factory CEO, the GOAT for real. The goat. Like the the sing- I'm not like the single best. With all due respect to all three of us, the single best Red Wings Twitter follow on on Twitter.com. Oh yeah, My, I have comfortably. Uh, yeah, comfortably. comfortably. Um, so we had her on the show to do a, a proper farewell to Jimmy Howard after he retired, and uh, here's what we got for the for the intro here. Podcast, <laughs> Can you hear the bagpipes? Yeah, I hear it now. October 29th to honor the life and memory of one Jimmy Howard. This were a just world. Jim went out and finished his final season in a Red Wings uniform with an 882 save percentage in a 20 game. Oof. Oof. Oh. Jimmy had the respect he deserved. Nobody 
would be excited to see the goaltender who's ranked third in franchise wins walk out that door. And if Mike Babcock wasn't such a rat bastard, James Tiberius, <laughs> likes to refer to him, might have a Stanley Cup ring as a starting goaltender. Alas, for all the reasons previously listed, and for reasons pertaining to Jimmy Howard's Red Wings career alone, we now know that this book is not just. In fact, some might say that it is everything but. <laughs> so there we go. That, that, that's pretty much the end of what I, I thought that was one of our uh, our, our best intros uh, on the show. Go check it out if you haven't heard it all, already. Sarah's awesome. Uh, we did a little game of trivia, which I r- realized in hindsight was kind of mean. So like on the spot, I was like, yo, we're going to do some trivia here. Uh, if you get all the questions right, we'll, we'll send you this Jimmy Howard autographed jersey. If you don't, we're going to give it away on Twitter. And um, she was so nervous and she got like four out of five and I didn't know what to do, but I ended up because <laughs> she, she deserved it. But unfortunately those were the stipulations and um, you can't change a mid broadcast. People would have been pissed. Yeah. yeah what the hell? Nolan? Come on. Can't it also, it was like like that. really unfair to put her on the spot and be like, for sure. It, For I, sure. So I, I recently restarted watching succession uh, a couple of days ago and there's a scene in like one of the first couple of seasons um, or one of the first couple episodes, maybe it's like to start season two. I can't remember, but they're all like playing b- a baseball game on this like family compound. And uh, there's like a, a migrant family there and, and one of their young sons and, and one of these like rich people, one of the richest people in the world is like, I'll give you a million dollars if you can hit a home run. And the kid's like freaking out, freaking out, freaking out. Um, his parents are like, oh my gosh, this could be a life-changing moment. And then they like let him get all the way around third and then they tag him out. And he's like, you are so close. <laughs> and uh, and that's, I literally watched that, that scene the other day and um, it reminded me of that moment. It gave and, you flashbacks to the time where you did that to her? <laughs> it was pretty messed up. I, I do feel bad about it in hindsight. But uh, you can't change your past. You can only hope to improve your future. I just made that up uh, while I was stalling. That was good, man. You it was that very wise. Yeah. <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt, like hanging for like over, over my doorway in my bedroom. That's good. Those uh, are, those are the type of sayings you get out of a first rate journalist. This is true. This is true. true. All right. Uh, we got our, um, our draft interview with, with Jesper Wallstedt when we were going to train him. For the, uh, for the for his NHL Fantastic. draft interviews, and um, we just roasted him. All right, we're gonna prep you for that because, like you said, there probably might be some crazy questions. Uh, we got a couple of them. It's gonna be pretty difficult. I'm gonna show you some tough but necessary loves. All right with you? Okay. Yeah, All right. Uh, what's your favorite color? Uh, I would say. Take, a, take yeah, yellow is pretty nice. Wrong. Cats or dogs? That's wrong. <laughs> Correct. What is the formula to find a slope between two points on a graph? I don't know. Like, I have quit school, so I don't know. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the interview was. What's your favorite color? So uh, yellow? Uh, wrong. Right up until that moment. Um, but I, I had fun. And, he, of course, wasn't a Red Wing, so uh, at the end of the day, it didn't really hurt us too much. 
that led to another iconic moment where you guys were heartbroken live on Twitter when they drafted Sebastian Casa over <laughs> Chester Ostad. That is an all timer. Nolan and I going to uh, going to the that that the plaza. Draft. Marty was was definitely Putting a fedora a on and, and writing press in an index card and just shoving it in the band and realizing <laughs> one interview in that none of the equipment there's a failed segment yeah none there we the go we're, we're gonna go work. over some of our failed segments in this episode as well uh and and that was definitely one of them we were like we're gonna that's be one there, of the biggest interviews we go there we do our first interview uh and you just couldn't hear anything and it was it was pretty funny definitely one of the one of the one of the biggest flops for sure a lot of moments like that so this is this next one is my all-time favorite moment in lockdown Red Wings history bar none gary thorne march 22nd my favorite guest we've ever had no offense to any of the other guests out there but i was literally so nervous uh and i really don't get that way for for a lot of our guests but i was very very nervous we behind the scenes we we got on you uh you ethan and i got on zoom an hour before yeah the gary thorne interview to just like like and, and the prep was already like done get our we, nerves out and yeah. like like we literally had been spending like two days on questions like we had all our questions we had what order we were going to ask him we had everything set up and we still met an hour before just to be like, Oh my God, yeah. geez. Oh we're my like goodness. Doing the theater thing. We're like, yeah, literally, you know, like that, that was all. And, you know, I think out of anything that we've done, um, and at least in my tenure as producer, I think that we promoted that the most on Twitter more than anything else, because we were just so excited for to have Gary Thorne. We were trying to get a campaign going to get him back on ESPN. That's true. Yeah. So, and the funniest part about all of it is that the episode kind of flopped. The next day we had Mikhail Holm, one of our other favorite guests of all time here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast, our, uh, our favorite Swedish boy, um, to do a, a Red Wings SHL update. And it absolutely crushed the Gary Thorne episode. Like, by far. I was devastated. Uh, yeah. And here, is, here is my favorite two moments in Lockdown Red Wings history. Well, Gary, uh... I really appreciate your time today. I got two more questions, if that's all right with you, and, uh, and we'll get yep. you out of here. Now, the first one, it's, it's pretty serious. Your signature home run call, goodbye, home run. Now, I know you went to Georgetown Classic. Law. I know you practiced law. You, you said in an interview I listened to with you that you wanted to be an FBI agent, so I'm just wondering, have you ever thought of, like, what your catchphrase would be, like, when you busted the bad guys? Because I think I would for sure take a felony charge to get arrested by Gary Thorne. Bang, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Gets me every time. I'm Dang. literally going to make that my rig That was incredible. <laughs> I am my <laughs> best case scenario. You know, nobody ever asked me that question. <laughs> my, my, uh, my guess to, for what it was going to be was freeze right there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> This is also a pretty serious one. Now you said, like, I'm, I'm kind of got the inside track to being your agent. So yes, you do. We can Absolutely. talk about that. Uh, but our generation has never heard you call a game live. At least I haven't. I've only known you through YouTube. I've obviously become a big fan of your work over the years. So we, yeah, and the video games. And we have taken to the mobile or mobilized in the, the internet streets with a hashtag. ESPN call Gary Thorne. Now our services are free. I will tell you that right now. <laughs> our services are free. 
But after you get hired and people ask you like, oh, why did you want to come back to ESPN? You know, like, oh, what was the road to coming back to ESPN? You just have to tell them that the boys at Lockdown Red Wings started the whole movement. (laughs) Apparently you did. (laughs) So thank you very much. So there we go. When when Gary Thorne gets hired at ESPN, it will be because of us. Yeah, I love it. That was maybe the honestly the best moment of my like sports media career. Like just making Gary Thorne laugh like that and him having so much fun with us was like the coolest Incredible. thing I've ever done in sports media. Like my uh, I think my favorite my my favorite comment of his to you in that was uh at the end when you were like, So I am your agent, right? And he goes, You seem like a fifteen percent guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely incredible. This has been so much fun. You got anything going on you'd like to plug? Uh, no, I got nothing going on. Perfect. I got a mobile. I got a mobile lawn. Got a mobile. The tires down on the car. I got to go bump that thing up. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Well, that and then send me send me over the contract and you know we'll go over that. Yeah, so. all right, Gary. Probably a 15% guy. I'm just guessing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little off the top. Just got to wrap the bit a little bit. All-timer. <laughs> exactly. All-timer. Uh, uh, oh, man. That one That's uh, great. is an absolute classic. That that one, it just it's so classic too, Nolan, because like it didn't feel like an, like an interview so much as like he, he, st- he sounded like a friend almost. Like you're talking to a friend because it was so comfortable. It just so- sounded so natural. The whole interview was awesome. Yeah. yeah, he he was. Uh, he I mean, was great, credit man. to him for just being a a phenomenal guest. Uh, on top of that as well, like it, it was just a uh, it was a treat. I, I will uh, I will say that much. Um, all right, we got two more here. My favorite moments in lockdown Red Wings history, and I got to be honest, there's probably some some other ones. Uh, so if you remembered any that I've forgotten here, go ahead and tweet them at me. Uh, but this one comes to us from our interview. Actually, we'll save the, the Lean St. James one for last because that one's like <laughs> low-key my favorite. Second favorite, easy. Uh, but here we go with Mo Sider uh, talking about 2K and, and him thinking it's so funny that he got drafted by the Pistons. And yeah, uh, I got myself busy with playing, yeah. A lot of NBA 2K um some some fifa here and there big warzone guy too um so nice. yeah uh, video games uh, keeping me busy for sure yeah. what's your who's your team for uh 2k yeah i was so funny I, that's actually so random but uh, i got drafted by the pistons <laughs> no way uh, that was so funny I, I i just couldn't believe it and uh, i mean yeah, it's kind of it's, it's so funny to tell but i uh, him thinking like i couldn't believe it like just mo picturing mo cider being at home playing video games and and being like all right like signing up for the draft uh going through his my career and he's like no way like (laughs) that was i i believe him that he couldn't believe it oh yeah that just proves that it was fate yeah, exactly. I mean, that whole interview was was fantastic. Like, he just – he could not have presented himself in a better light. Like, he was – I hate to use this word about another adult man. He is an adult man. He was precious. Like, it, it, he, we asked him what his favorite thing was 
uh, about living in Sweden. And he's like, everything's super close here. So you get to walk, so you can walk to get groceries. Um, that's something I really appreciate about here. And I'm like, that's a direct quote, by the way. And like, just the way he said that, I was like, how sweet. And then he was like, uh, he said he, he saw snow for the first time. And he's like, it was like I was in a Christmas wonderland, but I was freaking out because I didn't have my winter jacket. And I knew my dad wasn't coming for two more days. And so I had to go two days without my winter jacket. <laughs> it was just like, gosh, that's so funny. Incredible. My, uh, I, I know the last one isn't this, but um, the. Uh... Can you pull it up? The I, I'm not going to be able to find the date. The the eagle where he uh, he challenges to fight Matthew McConaughey or uh, no, not McConaughey. Yes. Um, Bradley Cooper. All right, Bradley I'll Cooper. Try and, I'll try and find that one. In this and one. then and then in the same interview, like talking about uh, Ovi's McDonald's order, be like that dude can eat. Yeah, that was um, that was very sneaky good. Interview. Shocking him right off the bat with "Yo, we went to middle school together." <laughs> You're like, yo, what's up, man? Like, I haven't seen you since seventh grade. What's good? All right. So let me, uh, let me pull up this Helene St. James clip. Yeah, this is an all time. So, so for back, this is when I was a listener. I remember this. She, uh, she like agreed to come on the show to promote her book. Um, and then we like couldn't get her on zoom for like 45 minutes after the start. Like, I don't know if we were actually having technical difficulties or what was going on. Uh, but then this is like three minutes into the interview, uh, that I go ahead and ask this question. I noticed, and, and you, you talked about Steve Eisenman, you talked about Gordy Howe, obviously legends in the Red Wings, uh, history. But before we kind of got into that, I did the, cause, cause we got the book in a PDF form. So I could like hit control F and search for certain things. Helene, I typed in Darren Helm three different times and hit enter. Didn't find a single notice or, or mention of his name in this book once. Is, are you planning a full book on Darren Helm and didn't want to reuse material? Those pages get stuck together. What happened? Yeah, absolutely. That will be my next book. Yeah, 100%. No, you know what? Uh, uh, I mean, so I think you guys, uh, you know, the people who, so what uh like uh i just think there are there was their leadership matters so much to this team and, um you know I, i'm not sure where you're going with this question about darren helm but i'm just um, a big darren helm fan it was kind of disappointing that's all yeah but you know what like he he he, he mattered to the team for a while right like where where was he in oh oh eight and oh nine he was having the greatest penalty kill of all time in Chicago. Oh, no. I think somebody else wants to ask a question. That that whole question and answer was so awkward. And like, yeah, man, I, uh, I'm very glad I was not a co-host during, well, during were, that era, right. man. I would have cried. Because she oh, couldn't man. call it. So she, she called in, so she couldn't see us. Actually, no. Okay, so she finally got on on Zoom, but she didn't have her camera on, and so we didn't know if she could see us or if she was, like, watching us, so we were, like, trying not to lose our minds looking at each other, but at the same time, we couldn't see her, 
And so it was just a, a hilarious mess. That is the first time I've ever heard that clip, Nolan. <laughs> and I, it sounded like the way you posed the question sounded like you were kind of joking around with her. And it sounded like she didn't know that you were joking with her. Yeah, yeah. She goes, I'm not sure where you're going with this question about Darren Helm. I'm like, I'm just a fan lady, you know? I'm just saying, yeah, I well, know it was why just he so... was left out of the book. It's a great book, minus this one thing. And uh, incredibly awkward. And I didn't even say that, you know, directly, but let's be real. Any, any, any book on the, the men and moments that made Red Wings history that doesn't include Darren Helm is a incomplete piece of work. That's all I'm going to mm-hmm. say. Uh, all right. Before we get into segment three, do our little handoff. Uh, we got, um, so Brian, here's how we're, we're picking the next host of Lockdown Red Wings. They still don't know who they are. We got five people sitting at home right now waiting for a call, uh, hoping they're (laughs) the one, and we're going to do it live. Welcome on the show. Um, So so let's get into some failed ideas in Lockdown Red Wings history because we had a lot of those. We had a lot of – when you have five shows a week, you got to come up with a lot of different ideas. When you go in the summer three days a week, you got to come up with a lot of different ideas. Unfortunately – a lot of our ideas were just far too grand. That didn't stop me from sinking financial resources, time, etc., into them. Uh, but let, let's get into some of the, the best failed ideas in Lockdown Red Wings history. Number one, absolutely Red Wings Jeopardy. So what happened was we, this is over last summer, we were going to do like a, a bi-weekly Red Wings Jeopardy and have like the champion keep going on. And stuff like that. It was going to be a whole bunch of fun. Uh, I bought a a 10-pack of trophies at my local trophy shop. Look at me supporting local businesses, not to brag. But uh, I didn't send out a single one of them. So now I just have this box in my room with 10 trophies that cost me $100. uh, Oh. That I'm just never going to find a use for. And I think. Oh, you will. You will. (laughs) One day. We know uh, you will. We know you will. I just love that. I think it's funny like i think it's funny that they're still sitting there it's incredible um, it's, it's amazing just give them to yourself anytime you think you did a good job that day <laughs> that's true like, i i that's deserve really this true. one that's very true that is, long that is day at work no one goes i deserve this <laughs> the day trophy boom yeah. but I gotta, on the mantle i, I gotta use them <laughs> sparingly though yeah you only got 10 yeah so like i, I would hate to like you know celebrate having a hard day at work when I can celebrate, you know, being on the second day of my diet or something like that, you know, uh, <laughs> Red Wings book club was a failed endeavor. Uh, we tried to get that going this summer Big one. and then it just didn't get going. It, it, it was one of those things that we kept like pushing off, pushing off. Sorry to whoever we reached out to, uh, to be a part of Red Wings book club and then never hit you up. Here's another failed idea. I was going to set up a voicemail line for today's episode, but instead of people calling in and saying nice things about us, I was going to have people call in and roast us. Uh, just didn't get around to it. I mean, mine all just would have been, he says like too much. And, uh, and <laughs> obviously. And obviously, of course, of course. Uh, classic. Spotify green rooms that we, we never did. And every week that we read the ad and we'd be like next week, next week, Thursday. It was Thursday. I remember it Thursday was Thursday. 5:30. Yeah. And, uh, I remember 
I don't think we did a single one. We did one of them. Didn't you try one and it like didn't work? So or the you didn't even do it work? during the game. The whole thing was we like, like Noel and I were like, okay, we're gonna do them. It'll be cool if we do it like during the third period of a game. Like that'll be easy and cool, and like people can come on and talk mid game. We did one ever, and it was like in like before noon on yeah. like oh. like a like a Friday. And I, I was, yeah, I was not even in the state. I was in Georgia, I remember. Yeah. I'm, oh, that I'm was sorry for you on that yeah. one, Scotty. So the uh, the reason why that didn't get done when we said, so I honestly think, I, let's be honest, we're to blame. But um, the, the times, the first two times that we were going to do them mid-game was the first one was the Rocco Grimaldi game uh, against the Nashville Predators. Mm-hmm that that he had oh yeah the first eight minutes and then the the other one that we were going to do it during the game it was like the same type of deal where they were losing eight nothing before uh anybody could even yes uh, even yeah there were a few of those last year um youtube <laughs> we said we we're gonna get on youtube as a whole uh and that'll that might be something that the the next host picks up uh hopefully but uh it, it was honestly part of the reason that I ended up leaving because it was just like another thing that I, I couldn't do. And I, I felt bad about not getting on YouTube. Like we had our prospects and pancakes episode, just like locked and loaded for a good month before I put it out there. That was another thing that was like next week, next week. I, I got a busy schedule folks. I got a, a million billion different things going on. Uh, so sorry about that. Recording five days a week. They not follow through on that all the time. Uh, we were, we were pretty good about it. We we right up until draft season. And then all of my motivation died and, and we were supposed to do like two, three a week. Uh, we were supposed to do three a week during the off season. And I, I just didn't have the gusto to do it. We had, and every single week I was like, this week we get back on track, kind of like my diet. And then <laughs> we would just not do that. And uh, yes, certainly, certainly a thing that, uh, that, that we, that we flopped on as well, for sure. Um, the trade deadline that's punishment that yes punishments that we did last year so we did a uh, a predictions episode right before the um trade deadline and it was like on a point system and it was very elaborate uh and the winner got a free hat of their choice and the loser had to do a tiktok dance brian won first place hell he yeah supposed to split the cost nobody thank you john merrill money. So, uh, <laughs> no I one sent you money full. nope that's I didn't know about right, that. Brian. That, that. That is true. Well, that well is thank true. you for the hat, Nolan. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, and then me and Ethan were supposed to do a TikTok dance. Uh, and then that just never came to fruition. Yeah, you and Ethan Despite us living That's across right. the street from each other. Um, it, just, it just didn't happen. Uh, I yeah. did get my hat eventually, though. So that's all that matters to How me. How many months later was it? It was, well, so the trade deadline, last year was a weird year. When did the trade deadline happen last year? It was uh, it was March or early April. Oh, I guess it was around the. I think I gave it to him sometime in the summer. Yeah, it was in the summer because it was the off season, and you literally just rolled up to my house and like you're like here. (laughs) Yeah, and then turns out Brian lived like a mile and a half away from me too. So yeah, that was wild to find out. Um, that was all pretty funny. Uh, Scotty's player of the day. So Scotty was uh, (laughs) one of the first assignments that I gave Scotty when he joined the Lockdown Red Wings podcast was to get on our social media and start a daily segment and he and then it was going to be like podcast uh fodder so he was going to do he was i think you're going to do every 
player in pretty much Red Wings history to wear every number, like in order of their number, right? Correct. And um, I think I did not get to two. You did not get to two, but you posted several number ones. Yeah. So the the crazy thing. So yes, that that was my thing. I wanted and to they were start good tweets one. too, Scott. Yeah, I, I huh? thought they had a lot of potential. They were good tweets. I, I did, man. I know. I maybe maybe we get back <laughs> on the horse, but like it was because um, <clears throat> like like history like buffs would like love to have conversations with me about him, and I'd obviously do <clears throat> you know like research on the person because I gave a little description of who they were. So the the crazy thing is the reason. Like most people are like, how did you not get to two? Like number one's retired. Well, the thing is, number one was just the the goalie number for like a while. Like no matter what, it was just like whoever was in net that day wore number one. There was no like every single player had a different number and like all this. The goalie's number was one. So I got through like seven just goaltenders, including dudes that played like one career NHL game. One dude literally invented the, like the goalie face mask. He was like not a player, but he had to step in one day because of an injury. Like, and, and I did not even get to number I think two. We I had that guy on the podcast. I, I literally for the life of me, cannot remember his name, but he like invented the mask. Yes. Um, I, I literally, I, I, I don't, if I got to two, I got to like one player that wore two, and that was it. Like there was, it, it I, I, it did not, it did not go too much past number one because I was like, this is stupid. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just posting backup goalies for like the whole week. This is dumb, and then it fell off. Yeah, to, and it was gonna be like we were gonna have a, a little, we were gonna have a segment on the show about it, like talking. We had like a whole thing planned, and then yeah, it was. Uh... Fantastic. And then we were going to play Guess Who every Thursday where we like uh, would, you know, the game Guess Who, like, do they have brown hair? No. Bop, 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 bop. Um, we played one game of it, I think. And then um, that was it. All right. Can you think of any other failed ideas? I'm sure it, like tweet these at me too, if you can remember them, because we wrote a lot of checks that we just did not cash. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we, we definitely have more out there and that I, I can't think of off the dome, but those are definitely the, some of the highlights for sure. Uh, all right, let us kick it into segment three uh, at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We are finally going to, to give a call to our uh, new Lockdown Red Wings host. This episode has gone on longer than expected. They're probably over there sweating, uh, but we're back and better than ever. We being betonline.ag, a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile device or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. For basketball, football, baseball, uh, to NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the available or available for the 2021 season. Bet online is your fastest and easiest way uh, to bet on all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts. Last game to play in this period. All right. We are back segment three here at the lockdown Red Wings podcast time to call our, uh, our, our contestant here um, and tell them that they've won. 
Oh, it's ringing. <laughs> I wonder who it is. Not picking up. It's not a good sign. Maybe he changes. <laughs> uh -huh. Hello, Brian Fisher. Congratulations. You're the new host of Locked On Red Wings. Oh, my God. This is a dream come true. How do you feel? Uh, I feel like a million dollars. Well, the game's not over yet. You're actually going to have to fight the other five candidates for the position. We're going to drop you off in the middle of a uh, wilderness, and you're going to have a fight to the death. I said this was Hunger Games style. Um, oh. So that's, well. that's on its way. I guess I'm not becoming the host of the Lockdown Red Wings because I'll probably die. No, no, you can still become host. All right, we're going to get you back on the actual Zoom here uh, so we can talk to you. <laughs> yeah, you kicked him off the Zoom the with a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> and he is back on the line with us. Uh, it is Brian Fisher, your new host of the Lockdown Red Wings podcast, your new co-host of Lockdown Red Wings. Uh, not sure exactly how they're going to split the duties here. It's none of my business frankly uh but brian congratulations uh you thank were you a great great producer for this show for a very long time had it not been for you i probably would have given this up a very long time ago uh thankfully you did an amazing job as, as producer so a thank you for all of your your tireless work um that you've done as, as producer of the show and b congratulations because this is a, a very exciting opportunity for you you are uh so your thoughts, congratulations. Uh, I, I wanted to be the first to tell you, I know Scotty congratulates you as well, but uh, very cool opportunity for you. I'm, I'm excited to see what you do with the show. You obviously know it inside and out, and uh, I think you're going to do a great job. I appreciate that, Nolan. And it was, a, it was a privilege to work with you guys for this long up until this point. I got to know you guys really well. Um, I think Scotty and I are going to honestly hit the ground running with the first episode. I think we're planning on getting this out on Monday. I have to some um, orientation and stuff. I have to still go through with the network, but you know, have that plan for tomorrow and we should be able to start on Monday. And I'm just really excited to become part of the voice of the lockdown network and the lockdown Red Wings as a whole. Um, no one, I am really sad to see you go though. So over the course of this, it hasn't even been a full year since we started, you know, working together and becoming friends and you and I text daily now, basically like not even just about lockdown red weeks, but like about social media stuff, just or venting about jobs in general. Like you have become somebody that I rely on to just get me through my days. Like you're an awesome person. So it's really sad to see you go. And I do know that you have a really bright future ahead of you um, with the, the free, the Detroit news, almost at the wrong newspaper there, the Detroit news. I mean, you're a great journalist. I've read some of your stuff, but it's going to be really sad to see you go, man. Thanks, buddy. I, I appreciate the kind words. Now, if you don't mind, we're going to do kind of an exit interview uh, with you so I can get a feel on on how I should be at my next job. How would you grade me as a boss on a scale of one to ten? Uh, well, you were uh, it did take you a few months to give me that hat. So yeah, that, that knocked you down a couple right. pegs from but 10. You should know by being a listener that that's just kind of what we do. You know, <laughs> better late than never. I'll give you a solid eight out of 10 on being a boss. Eight out of 10 on being a boss. All right. Uh, punctuality. Uh, what, what do you get? <laughs> he doesn't want to know my opinion on any of this. He doesn't, doesn't want to know my opinion. Well, no, we, we, were, we were colleagues. I mean, yeah, Scott, how was I as a co-host uh, on a scale of one to 10? Easily a one at best. <laughs> what? <laughs> I brought great energy every show. You know, my, no, my no, intros, I'm playing. I'm playing. I, I remember to look up the, the date some of the time. I, I started to get better about that as a season. You did. Not really. You did. It yeah. you did. Um, a one. Wow. Okay. What, what could I have done better? Do you think? Um, 
Lord, where do I begin? <laughs> uh, no, not, <laughs> real, truly, truly, truly nothing. Um, uh, yeah. Sent me the audio when you attached uh, the emails about the episode from the yeah, next day. There you go. <laughs> I was a big fan of that. Couple, couple of blank emails here and there, but nothing, nothing you can't fix. Um, all right, so Brian, as as a producer, which goals did you feel like you met and which goals do you feel like you fell short in? As my role as a producer? Yeah. Um, I think, well, I think I met the the bar of expectation for uh, what you needed and what you wanted. I kind of, I went above and beyond in some occasions where like if there was a notable game, I'd make sure to go out of my way to grab that highlight for the transition coming back. Mm-hmm. But I think there were other things that I wanted to do to make the show better that I personally never got around to doing. Like I wanted to get you guys on, um, am I allowed to say discord on here? I think I can say that like when yeah. you're recording, just cause I think they have a better audio code codec. I never got around to creating a, a lockdown Red Wings discord. That's still something that's on my list. That's something I still want to do. You'll probably do it for yourself um, though. Cause you know, yeah, now I'm running the, the show and no one's gone. I don't care now, now that no one's gone. I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> uh, any other goals that you feel like you fell short in? Um, no, I don't, I don't really think so. I mean, there were times where I wish I could have produced the episode for you where I couldn't just cause of my schedule. But other than that, I mean, that's just life. All right. Uh, Scott, what goals did you meet and which goals do you felt like you felt short? So we had like a whole segment on this for me and you, but it was mostly honestly me. Uh, I mean, like, like, let's be too hard on yourself. I I was a co-host. Like we, we like very much should have been splitting responsibilities and, and you, uh, especially once I got locked on tigers and everything, I mean, you, you, you really drove and, and before locked on tigers, I was new. So really the whole time you, you drove. So, um, that definitely took a, uh, a weight off of my shoulders. All right. Uh, what could I have done to make your job more enjoyable? Whether it be smile more, coffee in the break room, things like that. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Nothing, because I did such a good job. All right, yeah, man, I, do you have I, any I, questions I, for me before uh, before I, I delete your phone number and, and block you and never talk? I'm just like, forget that I exist as a, as a human being. That is the plan. Uh, <laughs> uh, questions for you. How do you put up with Scotty five days a week? I don't. Um, Dude, I don't know how anyone does. I really, I really don't. I, I really don't. There were plenty of times that, you know, we had to be separated from each other. Um, that we had to end, <laughs> end recordings early, come back. It was a real Mike and Mike situation. Yeah. Um, you didn't like fight each other over a chair in the office. And then one of you accused, uh, apparently strangled the other one. And both of you got canned. That didn't happen. No, ours no, was that, much worse. Yeah, yeah. There was a chair involved, but we weren't hitting each other with it. Um, yeah, no, it got it got it got way worse. No, Nolan and I definitely never stayed up till till two in the two in the morning on Zoom talking and sending Brian the the audio at two thirty in the morning. That definitely does never happen. Yo, that happens so often where we would like hop on to record at like ten o'clock, and then it would be one thirty, and me and Scott would both just be like watching TV on our own and just like chit chatting. And then Brian would send me a text message. Yo, (laughs) got that episode coming or what? And I'd be like, Oh fuck. I gotta get off. (laughs) 
and this whole time I was being like benefit of the doubt thinking you were busy with like the Detroit news or something. And this whole time you guys have just been chilling on zoom while yeah. I'm waiting for an episode. So I can hey, go to bed. Whenever that has happened, I was honest about it. I said, yo, my bad. We got distracted. Yo, we got <laughs> well, I didn't know that distracted meant watching TV while just having the zoom meeting. on. <laughs> did happen a couple times. We got distracted by friendship. Can you fault? Uh, <laughs> true. True. Um, are you happy with this current? Wait, 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 wait. You have your questions for me. Are you happy with this current duo? Yeah. Are you happy with what you're handing this off to? I am. I am. Uh, I hope you guys do a better show than I do, but not really. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a pride thing. Um, <laughs> you probably will. That's why I don't want you to. You know, but I will do everything I can to make sure that you are able to. Yeah, there's I mean, that, that's something too that I like. I look at how much success you guys, Nolan, you've been here since day one. Uh, you guys have generated over the past couple of years with this show. And there is part of me that's a little ner- a little nervous to take the torch from you on that regard. I mean, with Scotty here, that's going to take a huge burden off my back because Scotty's been doing this for a while now, too. And he knows how it works. But it's just like. I want to be, cause I've always thought that you guys did a really good show. And I'm like, can I bring th- that level, if not better when I take over? And that's something that, you know, is in the back of my head. This, uh, so you, what's funny is that I, I gave up the show when the Red Wings were like starting to get good yesterday. We had our most listened to episode of all time. The, the, wow. Uh, Beauty. And yeah. So that's pretty funny. Um, any more questions uh, for me before we, we end this interview, before we end the, the show? I, I just think I don't want to get off. Is, is Who, the, the what is what she said. your, what, that was a good one. What <laughs> is your, never said that to me. Favorite, <laughs> favorite, uh, like, decision like what what's the favorite thing that like you changed about the show when you inherited it or like made in the show like what's your favorite like like thing that you added to the show like like whether it was like a segment um or like uh like your outro like your you know like the the outros that you did or like what's the what's like your what's you what's the thing you're gonna look back on and be like i take pride and the fact that that I added like the 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 that's a very good question. You know what I've I've thought about a lot is that I this is episode three seventy five. I have started I think every I mean we just looked at the one from March thirteenth two thousand twenty, and it wasn't ex, exuberant. But I started every show by saying, "All right, everybody." Welcome mm-hmm. back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. That's going to be a thing that I like think about forever. And it's just going to be like in my repertoire. Whenever I hear somebody go, alrighty, or, or anything along those lines, like the, I'm going to, I'm going to think about that and shed a tear. I feel like I'm in high school right now. And like, this is the last week of, of high school and I'm starting to like, I, I finished my exams, you know, I'm looking around at, at all my peers and classmates and these stupid wooden desks. And I'm like, you know, it wasn't so bad. <laughs> At the end of the day, it, it wasn't so bad. I had a pretty good here. I had, I, I had a good experience. Uh, and 
maybe I'll come back for, for a fifth year. You know, that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking right now. I won't do that because I, I obviously already handed it to Brian. Um, Psych. But, like you're pulling a, a Jay Leno to my Colonel O'Brien. I'm not leaving. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, that's a good question, but I, I honestly don't know. I mean, like I was really psyched when we added uh, this wasn't me, but I was really psyched when we added the the custom intro music. Shout out to Beware, a man Ben Bowden. He did an excellent job with the intro music. I think it's the best intro right. song on any podcast that I listen to. Um, it's just electric and it, and it gets you amped uh, to listen to that. So I think that's, that's pretty exciting. But again, that wasn't me. I think the, the, my favorite thing was just like starting to add the transitions because I, I feel like I've kind of explained this before, but when the, the pandemic hit last year, I was working in a restaurant. I was, I just started doing the podcast like a month or two beforehand. And uh, I was a freelance writer at the news. Um, and then the pandemic hit and all of my freelance work was gone. And I was like a very regular freelancer. There was like three or four days a week. And so that was just gone. And all I had was this stupid daily podcast on this stupid hockey team that never won any games. And, uh, and we went the first nine months of the show. No, sorry. The first calendar year of the show with about 10 to 12 games to recap to talk about daily episodes. So that was an absolute grind. But during that time was when I um, started to like spruce up the show a little bit. So like the intros that are the transitions that Brian puts in there now uh, is, is when I started to end that. I loved that. I, what, my favorite thing that I ever clipped was the uh, last minute of play in this period. And it's the Bud Lynch uh, call his final call at Joe Lewis arena. He was uh, unfortunately passed on by them, but they had the recording. And uh, I just love that, that that took us into to every segment three, at least as far as I know, I don't know if Brian kept up that. Uh, I would rotate. I would rotate um, what, clips I'd play as the segue, but whenever I did play the last minute to play, I made sure it was going into the third segment. <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 I like that a lot. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I just wish I would have had more time to do more with it because it's a, it's a fun idea. I had an absolute blast doing it. And it was like, I, I really, really reveled the chance to be able to hop on zoom every day during the pandemic and do something with, my life and you know like that i was into so to everybody who listened like you mean more to me than you could honestly ever know um this podcast literally saved me in one of the darkest times of my life one of the darkest times in a lot of people's lives but i was very very bitter for a long time about all the work i lost and and all that other stuff because i was you know i was doing a really good job and it was like everything was starting to come together and then the pandemic hit and i was like i don't know if i'm ever going to work in this business but having this to look forward to every day to book interviews to come on talk with ethan like to come on and and interact with the listeners and, and talk to you guys like that was the time of my life and it has opened every door that has been open since the reason i'm i'm leaving is because i put so much into this podcast that it just led to too many other opportunities. And um, that's just the reality of the situation. But that's what you like. That's sad that you're leaving, but that's also a great thing. Like the fact that yeah. this podcast has led you to other opportunities. That's kind of what you, 
you want something like this to be. I mean, that's, that's awesome. And I, you know, we're, like I said, we're sad to see you leave Nolan, but we're very happy that you're leaving because better things have come along. Yeah. Yeah. I, I won't say what they are yet. Cause I, and I don't know what they are yet, to be honest, exactly. One, so one of the things I did apply for as I applied for a hockey reporter job with the Tampa Bay Lightning, that was the tweet. I don't know if you saw it up on Twitter. It said, just apply for my dream job today. Good vibes are appreciated. I applied uh, to hockey reporter. I would uh, I was going to essentially be there. Daniela Bruce. Um, it has been three and a half weeks and they still have not called me. So fuck them. <laughs> They're dead to me as an organization. Uh, I hope they don't hear this. <laughs> They're definitely not listening this far. If they tune in this episode. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that, that was that, but I, I, I have a couple other things. I'm going to be doing a lot more college hockey, uh, work. I'm going to be covering the Red Wings hopefully more with writing. Not hopefully. I will be covering the Red Wings more with writing. Um, I just don't necessarily know all of where it's going to be yet. So, where you can gonna- I make a request since you're covering uh, college hockey? Can you cover Oakland's D1 hockey team? This is, I was also preceded Brian as the Oakland University uh, hockey color commentator. Uh, I think after he left, or after I left, he was like the next replacement in so that's kind of still uh, doing it serendipitous and and funny the team stunk when i did it they lost every game like 12 to 1 and uh well the pandemic kind of nuked them again so back to square one on that they were good last two years ago <laughs> i was gonna say i'm sure it was a pandemic um all right I, I i don't know how to end this show anybody have any final final words before we put the last bit of dirt on me uh i love you nolan i'm gonna miss you a bunch bud I love you. Yeah, too. man. It's, I mean, like you, you talk about uh, the uh, the show, and you know, do picking up the show and uh, having like the one thing to to get you through. And like when you when when you picked me up, I was in the same spot that that you were, and we had had a couple of conversations prior. I was a guest before I was a co-host. I was a guest one time. Yep. Where I, where I infamously said Anthony Mantha would be the point of game player that year. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I remember you, uh, like I was a guest and, and you, uh, you reached back out to me a couple of days later and said that, that like the show was great and stuff. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, then whatever, a, a few weeks, I guess, went by. And, um, and you called me and I was, I, I was also like, like in impossible to find work, like had a job pre pandemic, then, then didn't, um, like, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm a college dropout that, that didn't have work. And then all I, all I had was, um, what the, the brand quote unquote that I was growing on uh, on social media and um and yeah you you gave me that opportunity which led to me then being like the the like unanimous like like everybody in the network wanted me to take the tigers thing when when castellani moved along and like i obviously am not am not in in that high of regard if if i already don't have you know two three months with the network like um, yeah, like, I mean, I was, I was, uh, I mean, we've had plenty of, of long conversations about, 
um, you know, ups and downs in our, uh, in our lives and how mm-hmm. that was a, a very, very low one for me. And, and, and now, yeah, now, and now I'm freelancing and like, I am like, like with, with the Detroit news and that's like fully because of you. And, uh, and yeah, so, so it's, for me, it's, it's, it's like, I, I know the show is in, you know, phenomenal hands and, and Brian and I have are like are super excited and already have had a lot of conversations about things to do with the show, but, um, definitely the, the, the bittersweetness of, you know, the, the person that I accredit so much to where I even am today, nonetheless, where I still plan on going in this industry and, the well, what I will all no matter what happens in my career in this in 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 this industry, and no matter what I do, will always accredit you to being the first person that publicly believed that I was anything. And uh, so that's for me. That's that's this. That's the the bittersweetness of um, not only the person that brought me on, but the first person in in this field. Period that had remote belief that I had any talent in, in this field. Um, and now moving on from the show that you brought me on to first do. So that's, that's the, that's, that's the, um, like I said, the, the, the bitterness part of it, but obviously you are on to, on to great things as we've already talked about, like you said, and, um, and yeah, Brian and I are going to kill it for sure. But, but for me, it's, it's no longer, it's no longer working with the, the first person that believed in me is, 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 you know, bitter, but, but sweet. But I don't sweet. even believe well, in I, Scotty. So, I mean, yeah, man, that, it's going to be a hell of a 180 dog. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, the, that, that's, I love you to death. And, and obviously we'll, you know, like, like we talk daily and, and are, are like, you're, you're definitely not getting rid of me, but, um, but yeah, the, the, on the work, the work side of it, that's, that's definitely the, uh, the adjustment on my end. So yeah, I love you, buddy. And, uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we might have you back on as like a guest. We, we, we might, if he follows through. If he follows through on deleting my contact information, then maybe we won't. But, <laughs> Scott, no. Scott will have to hit me up. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. I'm still trying to ride Scotty's coattails to the top once he gets there. So. Yeah, there you go. There uh, you go. Well, thank you for the kind words, pal. Thank you for the kind words, Brian. Uh, I think that does it for today. You got. Um, you got to wrap up. You got to do your your outro. So much. Uh, if you have positive feedback, please tell us in our reviews. If you have negative feedback, please tell me in my DMs. I won't see you here on Monday. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. Every day. Every day. Your Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.